Speak Indo podcast is a medium to think about life while learning about the Indonesian language and culture. Hi, I'm Natasha, the host of Speak Indo podcast. The first part of the story will be narrated in the Indonesian language. The second part will be in English. The transcript is available on our blog, speakindo.life, and our YouTube, Speak Indo channel. Season 2, Episode 8, Girl Scouts Entah kenapa dari kecil, saya suka sekali bermain di luar. Rasanya bebas sekali kalau bisa main bareng teman sebaya. Sebetulnya alasan yang paling utama karena tidak mau tidur siang. Zaman saya kecil waktu SD, tidur siang itu wajib hukumnya. Katanya sih biar sore bisa belajar dengan baik setelah istirahat. Jadi saya biasanya loncat keluar melalui jendela supaya bisa bermain dengan teman-teman seperti main layang-layang, dampu, atau apa aja yang penting di luar rumah. Nah, waktu mulai masuk SMP, ada beberapa kegiatan ekstrakurikuler di mana saya bisa pilih seperti olahraga atau kelompok-kelompok sains atau keagamaan. Basket pilihan utama. Sementara yang lainnya kegiatan seperti kelompok sains atau agama Wah, bukan saya banget ikutan kelompok yang berbau akademisi seperti itu. Mungkin karena males belajar kali ya. Tapi ada kegiatan pramuka. Dimana saya lihat waktu itu adalah kegiatannya yang banyak banget aktivitas di luar. Hmm, saya coba deh. Waktu ikut pramuka, terus terang tidak ada gambaran. Atau terpikir tentang apa sih visi misi pramuka. Saya cuma lihat dari kegiatan-kegiatan seperti berkemah. Terus, sepertinya seru juga berkelompok sama teman-teman di akhir pekan atau sore setelah sekolah. Kembali lagi pada alasan dasarnya, karena bisa berkegiatan di luar rumah aja. Kalau di rumah, nanti ujung-ujungnya pasti disuruh belajar atau bantu pekerjaan rumah. Alasan sederhana, cuma ingin main di luar sama teman-teman. Setelah bergabung pramuka, ternyata hal utama yang harus diterapkan adalah kedisiplinan. Mulai dari harus tepat waktu, baris berbaris, mengikuti perintah, P3K, dan kegiatan lain yang awalnya sempat mau menyerah juga. Tapi suatu saat ada pengumuman bahwa akan ada kompetisi di mana siapa yang berhasil mengikuti ujian beberapa kegiatan pramuka akan dimasukkan dalam regu elit, istilah kerennya. Untuk bisa ikut kompetisi antar sekolah di Jakarta, kemudian nasional dan bahkan internasional. Jiwa saya yang sangat kompetitif tergelitik. Wah, keren dan bangga juga nih kalau bisa masuk dalam regu. Pada dasarnya, biar terlihat keren dan pinter paling nggak bisa nunjukin ke orang tua deh. Maklum, kakak-kakak saya sangat cemerlang banget di dunia akademisi. Sementara, saya biasa aja karena males kalau disuruh belajar. Berhasil loh masuk dalam anggota regu terpilih. Hanya 20 orang yang terpilih. 10 perempuan dan 10 laki-laki dari seluruh murid di SMP saya. Yang kemudian... Dapat pelatihan khusus dan gemblengan yang luar biasa Nyerahkah? Ternyata enggak tuh Mungkin karena para pelatihnya saat itu kakak-kakak kelas alumni SMP Bisa bikin kegiatan walau disiplin Tapi bisa bikin semangat terus membara Terutama dengan target bahwa bisa ikut jambore dunia internasional ke-15 Kalau regunya menang di nasional Nah balik lagi jiwa kompetisi dan pssst 
ada beberapa alumni SMP yang jadi pelatih cakep Nah makin pengen latihan rajin deh tuh Akhir cerita Rugu Pramuka dari SMP saya berhasil jadi juara nasional Dan hadiahnya adalah bisa ikut Jambore Dunia ke-15 Yang pada waktu itu diadakan di Kananaskis, Alberta, Kanada Bangga, amat sangat dan bisa dapat kesempatan dan pengalaman luar biasa Rombongan dilepas oleh presiden loh Saat itu Presiden Soeharto dan Jambore Dunia ini benar-benar membuka cakrawala dunia Karena ini pertama kali saya bisa pergi ke luar negeri dan gratis pula Pengalaman yang didapat banyak sekali Mulai dari bertemu para pramuka seluruh dunia Melakukan aktivitas yang belum pernah saya lakukan di Indonesia waktu saya masih di SMP Seperti menembak, canoeing, berkuda, panahan, dan berkomunikasi Dengan bahasa Tarzan Bahasa Inggris sudah belajar dari SMP Tapi prakteknya masih susah kalau di lapangan Bicara bisa Tapi kalau ada yang bicara Inggris cepat Ya udah langsung bengong Dan kalau ketemu pramuka dari misalnya Perancis Ternyata mereka juga sulit berbahasa Inggris Disinilah saya belajar Bahasa itu penting Tapi bahasa hati dan saling mengerti Walau ada perbedaan itu lebih penting lagi Pengalaman yang tidak ada dukanya Semua menyenangkan sekali dan tidak akan pernah lupa bahkan sampai sekarang setelah 37 tahun berlalu. Gemblengan dan pengalaman dari pramuka menyumbang pembentukan siapa dan bagaimana saya sekarang. Kehidupan keras, disiplin, menghargai satu sama lain, kejujuran, keberanian banyak terbentuk dari pramuka. Siapa yang sangka kalau waktu kecil saya sangat pemberontak dan paling tidak suka dengan hidup yang penuh aturan. Tidak akan pernah ada yang percaya kalau saya masa remajanya seperti itu. Sekarang saya jadi guru dan ikut membantu sebuah non-profit dalam bidang pendidikan. What a life! The next one will be the English version of the story. Not sure why, ever since she was little, Wita enjoyed playing in the outdoors. She felt the ultimate freedom when she could play with her friends. Actually, the main reason for playing outside was to avoid afternoon naps. When she was in her elementary school years, afternoon naps were a must. The thought was that she would then concentrate better in her studying after resting. So usually, she would jump out of her window to play with her friends. kite flying, hopscotch, or anything as long as it is outside the house. When Wita entered junior high, there were several extracurricular activities which she could choose from, such as sports, science, or religion studies groups. Basketball was her main choice, as science or religion groups were not her cup of tea. Maybe she was just too lazy to join activities with an academic nature. But when she saw that the Girl Scouts had many activities which were outdoors, she decided to give it a try. When Wita joined Girl Scouts, she did not have a clear idea on its vision and mission. She only felt that activities such as camping and being together with a bunch of people on the weekends or after school were fun. Back to the basic reason, to have an excuse to be outside the house. Because if she were to be at home, she would definitely be told to study or help with the household chores.
The simple reason she took up Girl Scout was to be able to play outdoors with her friends. But after joining, she learned that the main thing being taught there was discipline, starting from being on time, marching to orders, first aid, and other activities, which initially made her almost want to quit. But one day, there was an announcement that there would be a competition where those who passed the scout activity tests given would be clubbed together in an elite group to be able to compete with other schools in Jakarta, then go to the nationals and even up to the international competition level. With us, competitive spirit was awakened. It would be a cool and proud achievement if she could be in that team. At the very least, besides feeling cool and smart, she could also show her achievement to her parents, as her elder siblings all were academically inclined and had high achievements, while she herself was just average, as she was always lazy when it came to studying. Wita successfully was chosen to be in the elite group. Only 20 people were chosen, 10 girls and 10 boys from her whole junior high school, which then received special training and intensive coaching. Did she quit? Turned out she stuck with it. Maybe because the coaches at that time, who were the alumni from her junior high school, could make the activities, which although were strict and disciplined, to also challenge their spirit with the goal to win the nationals and join the 15th International World Jamboree. So it was back to that competitive streak and the fact that a few of those alumni coaches were good looking. This really motivated her to train diligently. End of story, the boy and girl scouts team from Wita's junior high school successfully won the nationals, and the prize was to join the 15th World Jamboree, which at that time was held in Kananaskis, Alberta, Canada. She was immensely proud that it was a great opportunity and experience. The group was sent off by the Indonesian president himself, who was at that time President Suharto. The World Jamboree really opened up new horizons for Wita, as that was the first time she traveled abroad, and it was all expenses paid as well. There were so many new experiences gained, from meeting boy and girl scouts from all over the world, getting the chance to do activities that she had never done in her junior high school in Indonesia, such as shooting, canoeing, horseback riding, archery, and communicating with hand gestures. Although she had studied English when she started junior high, it was still difficult when she actually had to practice it. She could speak, but if the other person was speaking English very quickly, it was difficult for her to catch and understand them. And if she met a scout, let's say from France, who also had difficulty speaking English, that's when she learned that language is important, but sincerity and willingness to understand each other despite the differences that were there are much more important. There were no sad experiences. All of them were very fun and unforgettable. Even until now, 37 years later. The training and experiences from Girl Scouts formed the basic fundamental development of who and how Wita is today. Hard work, discipline, appreciation of one another, honesty, bravery, almost all of that were instilled from her Girl Scout days. Nobody would have guessed that when she was young, she used to be a rebel who did not like a life which had too many rules. 
nobody would have believed that she was like that during her teenage years. Nawita works as a teacher, contributing in the educational field within a nonprofit organization. What a life! This is a story from Nurwita Sari Salim, who in short is called Wita. She is originally from Jakarta, Indonesia. She currently resides in Maryland and works as a teacher. This is one of our special editions as we face COVID-19 pandemic. We'd like to extend our deep condolences to those who have lost their loved ones. This is definitely a very difficult time for everyone and we can only hope that soon we all heal as nature flourishes. Probably one day when we look back, we learn how valuable is the time that we have to hug our loved ones, to be kind to our fellow humans, and to thank the sun for shining upon us. I'm Natasha, your host of Speak Indo Podcast, and we would like to thank our guest speakers for sharing their story. If you like the story, please share it with your friends and family. The transcript of the story is available at our blog, speakindo.life, and our YouTube, Speak Indo channel. You can subscribe to our channel so that you won't miss any upcoming episodes. Thank you for listening and let's share positivity.